Do you want to know a little bit more about niche and keyword research? Well, you're going to want to tune in today in this live stream. And of course, we're going to be answering some questions and we're going to be having a good time. Let's do it, folks. Welcome to Self-Publishing with Dale. And if you want to master DIY publishing, make sure that you subscribe and turn on the notifications for all of my latest videos. Oh boy. Yep, we're live again. It is Thursday. It is 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's minus 4 GMT. And uh, for those of you around the world, I really appreciate if you're taking time out of your day to tune in to today's live stream, or if you're catching it a little later, thank you very much. Let's get a few things out of the way because as everybody starts to pop in here, we're going to be talking and chatting. So I want to kind of do a little bit of plugs, if you don't mind. Uh, obviously, I don't monetize my videos whatsoever, and it's for good reason because I find them a bit of a hindrance. However, it would be kind of nice if you can kind of help a little bit of the overhead costs there. First of all, if you're in the live stream, Super Chat is one of the newest features here within this channel. If you wish to make a donation, all you got to do is click that little dollar sign that's within the live chat feature and you can make any number of donations. The nice thing is, is it'll pop your head right up towards the top and we're going to go ahead and celebrate together, baby. A lot of these things are going to go into very good upgrades like a better camera, better operating system, things like that. So all that is going to go back into this channel and it means a huge thing to me if you can do that. Hey, by the way, if you guys have seen today I'm wearing eat sleep publish and repeat if you'd like to check out all of my other shirts that I have within my brand you can go ahead and head over to you ready for this I'm gonna pop up the link there it is boom self publishing with dale.com slash shirt it'll take you right over to amazon.com where it has a plethora of the shirts that I wear and some of them that I don't wear on the channel some things involved in writing, some things involved as authors, some things involved as self-publishing, and once again, some of the shirts that I wear during my live streams and in some of these things. Keep in mind that small portions of these profits come back to benefit me. I just want to let you know ahead of time, yes, those are affiliate links. I think you guys probably can figure that one out. So at selfpublishingwithdale.com slash shirt. All right, we're not done plugging. I've actually got big news. Today is going to be the announcement of my newest feature, which is Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash self-pub with Dale. If you head over there, see, look, I shortened that link for you guys. So here's the cool thing about Patreon. I'm going to actually make available to those of you willing to part ways with $1. That's right, $1 per month. You'll get all of my old videos. They're they're unlisted or they are private currently. So that means some of the old comedic videos, uh, some of the even the ones from my early days when I had maybe 30 subscribers and it was dry. I mean, very dry, like Arizona desert dry. Um, but it still has good quality content and good information. Quite a bit of the early content actually is tutorials, things like formatting your uh, interior of your book. Uh, hey, look. It's nearly 200 videos that are private and unlisted. See, I didn't delete these videos. I just kept them back there for an occasion such as this. And that way you all can benefit from that. So go to patreon.com slash selfpublithdale, donate $1 per month, and you can get unlimited access to this stuff as well as some things that are exclusive to email subscribers. Uh, you're going to be able to see some of those things and future videos that I'm going to pull off as well as some things like outtakes, bloopers, 
so on and so forth. You guys got to see the times that I have meltdowns. It's not funny. My wife doesn't enjoy it whatsoever. So at any rate, that is the Patreon plug. I also want to give you very, very late and breaking news. Kim here, what's going on? I'm gonna, I gotta point over that way. There we go, there we go. You guys can see, look at that. We got a chat window up here. How awesome is that? And you can see we are graced with the presence of Kim here, no pun intended. I'm not being facetious. Love Kim here, her content's awesome. And I actually just conducted an interview with her the other day. You are going to love it. It was awesome, a lot of fun. Uh, those videos are worth more than a dollar a month. Uh, thank you, thank you. You know, uh, we, you know, I, I appreciate the dollar per, you know, um, saying it's it's worth more than that. To me, I want to make this as accessible to everybody as possible because let's face it, there's a lot of information out there that requires a steep uh, investment. And I know that some of my friends, uh, globally speaking, can barely spare a buck. So at this point, I just want to make it available. And guess what? It's not really doing anything there. But uh, thank you very much. That's a stamp of approval from uh, Kim. She says they're worth more than a buck. So we're going to go with that. I like that idea. Uh, so yes, uh, please. And if you're not able to afford that, by all means, share it with some people. Uh, sharing is caring. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, we're moving forward here. Live stream, 6 p.m., every Thursday. Join me every Thursday. And uh, this next Thursday is going to be an exception. All right. I need for you to be flexible on this one because I'm going to be out of the office that day. So here's the catch. I will live stream on Thursday, but what time remains to be seen. The only way you'll know the exact time, and this is next week only, the exact time I live stream is if you subscribe, turn on your notifications, so that way you know exactly when I go live. So make sure you click that bell icon and make sure it's going because you don't want to miss out on this one. And I will discuss a little bit more as we go further into the stream what we will talk about next Thursday. And late breaking news, here we go. This Saturday, this Saturday at 9 a.m. and starting every Saturday thereafter, except maybe not that, that Saturday. Uh, so this Saturday will be the first test live stream. So I need you to do me a favor. If you are interested in a morning stream, if you are able to make that, you may want to show up because if I see that we're attracting crickets at this point, most likely I'm just going to kind of just say, okay, Saturday's probably ain't worth it. So I need for you to tune in this Saturday at 9 a.m. And if you show up, if you show up, I get a special secret, a special surprise, and a special guest. That's right. We're going to be bringing in, ah, you know what? Let's not even make it a secret. I'm bringing in a Mecco Sai to this channel. But here's, here's the cool part. You ready for this? It's going to be the first time ever simulcast. And it's going to be just a test. And as soon as we can figure out how we can run on his channel as well as my channel, we're going to be posting on both of those things. So, uh, yeah, mornings, mornings, yep. Uh, believe it or not, I'll probably be throwing back some coffee. And uh, welcome to the stream, by the way, Bionic Vapor. He must have just got off of his stream. Um, and... Uh, What's going on, MFC Books? How's it going, Dale? Roger UK here. Good to see you, Roger UK. It's awesome, awesome, awesome. So we will be having, this will be the test run this Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember, anytime I say Eastern Standard Time, that is minus four GMT. So 
Put that on your calendar this Saturday. You don't want to miss out. Emeka Osai is going to be there. And if you're already subscribed to Emeka Osai's channel and you have notifications on, you're going to see it on his channel as well. So we are going to be doing a simulcast on self-publishing with Dale L. Roberts, and we're going to be doing one over on Emeka Osai's. We got a lot of really, really big news that I'm going to keep a secret. I'm going to keep a lid on it because it's going to send your eyebrows and it's going to light your world on fire. I'm going to tell you that. So let's see here. Um, yep, killed my stream and smoked. So tired today. Uh, Bionic Vapor, for those of you that actually tune into my channel here, um, yes, that is that is my brother. We're just going to go ahead and just out him right now. So uh, if for some reason you see him poking fun at me, he is my older brother. He's allowed to do that. And um, in any event, uh, Bionic Vapor actually has his own channel on a cell, uh, on YouTube. So if you want to check him out, go look up, look it up. He actually does video game streaming. So it's a completely different medium as well as um, you'll see if you ever look it up. But anyway, it's Bionic Vapor. Um, Please, by all means, BV, you can drop your link inside uh, the uh, chat here so you can shamelessly plug your stuff. Um, great stream. I actually went over into his uh, Twitch stream earlier and was playing a game with one of his other valued uh, viewers, and it, it was a blast. I noticed that he toppled me, and that's that's great. Uh, I love, love a lot of fun, but that's on a different uh, plane right there. Uh, let's see here. Kim here says, ha Saturday morning coffee with Dale. Yes, yes. Actually, we'll be getting all lit up and... Um, most likely, uh, with the exception of this next week, uh, this coming Saturday, we're going to have Emeka on. That's just going to be a special occasion because we're going to be testing out the simulcast. And we'll tell you exactly why we're going to be doing a simulcast. Because there's you can kind of put the two and two together here at this point. But uh, the, the Saturday after next, we most likely won't be able to make it. Um, because, once again, going to be out of the office. So I won't be able to guarantee a stream at that time. Uh, but the Saturdays thereafter, I've managed to talk my wife into joining me for some of these streams because, it, believe it or not, there is a, another face behind this brand. There's another person who helps this brand function and keep afloat. A lot of people are like, oh, Dale, you're so brilliant. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that one. Uh, believe it or not, it's actually, it's, there, there is a half, you know, the other half is over on this side of there. Cause I'm, I'm pointing over this direction here. She's got her desk over on that side and she's actually working right now, but uh, she's a genius when it comes to self-publishing as well. And she runs her own business for publishing purposes. And I'll tell you for whatever I'm able to do really well, she does it better. And I'll tell you what, I'm very thankful that she's in this business with me and she enjoys it alongside me. So you guys are actually gonna really, really love it when she comes on here, because first of all, she puts me in my place regularly. Yep, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get emasculated and humiliated on a number of occasions, but uh, all for the entertainment and as well, you guys will be able to learn a little bit more. And uh, keep in mind, for however loud and boisterous I am, uh, Kelly's a lot more low-key, so, you know, some of you will really enjoy her. Uh, Emeka is awesome. Yes, yes, Katrina, good to see you in here. Uh, yes, Emeka is. I, I love the guy, and uh, I tell you, we've probably video chatted uh, half a dozen times over the last week, maybe? Um, and every single time we get together, there's never a short conversation, with the exception of earlier, because he had to throw something by me for a collab video. But uh, Emeka's awesome. Really, really, really love love his stuff. Uh, love your channel, Dale. Thanks for all you do. Boogeyman, thank you. I really appreciate that you tune in and you uh, contribute. And any kind of comments, a lot of people, unfortunately, don't really realize maybe the how much you affect 
you know, uh, what YouTube does for me, hitting a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Like if you're watching right now, I need you to hit one of those. Um, I'd like to see a thumbs up, but if you're not enjoying it, hit that thumbs down for me, please, by all means. That helps out because the YouTube algorithm pushes my videos up and it gets and delivers that to other people that are interested in the publishing as well. Anytime you comment, anytime you share, and the longer that you watch a video, those make a huge difference. So YouTube is, it parallels so much of the self-publishing business. And um, if you can just kind of think about the, you know, what you do inside your self-publishing, it kind of works the same way in YouTube. So if you could just do me a favor, Thumbs up, thumbs down at the very least. Comment as frequently as you can. Be nice, of course. Uh, I, I like it when people are nice. And if you can't be nice, then, um, well, I guess I'll just deal with that, huh? Let's see here. Uh, I'll see you Saturday. Excellent, Boogeyman. I'm really glad to hear that. Uh, Saturday morning, yeah, please. This is going to be pretty, pretty cool. Uh, Emeka and I, really, when we start riffing, I don't know how long we're going to go on Saturday morning. As soon as we can kind of figure out everything's all ironed out, we're not having any kind of lag time, uh, and we're able to do this, you, you're going to work. It's going to be great. And the cool thing is he's going to host it over in his, his YouTube channel, so it's going to look a little different from what you see it over on mine. So it's going to look like this right here, but we're going to have both our heads within this window, and we're going to be both just riffing off each other, going to be just talking about the self-publishing business in general. So... Any event. All right, looking awesome here. I'm looking down at my chat. Obviously, I have it up here on OBS, but it's a little bit more delayed up there. Uh, thanks for the plug. Uh, just hit the thumbs down. Just kidding. <laughs> that's that's totally cool. That's totally cool. Uh, I can't read out loud. I want to kind of continue to monetize this video in the very near future. Kindlepreneur. Is that Dave Chesson? Somebody help me out here. Hang on. Hang on a second. Is that Dave Chesson in the very video that I'm going to be talking about his very product? Um, too good dude. Should be fun. Yes. Uh, Dave Chesson, thank you very much for popping in here. For those of you that are not familiar, and at a very future video, I will be uh, talking about his KDP rocket. Today, I'm just going to kind of briefly glance over top of this because I got to be honest, I haven't gone through the tutorials, and in all due fairness... Uh, Dave's gone through the effort of putting together a good quality product. I want to make sure I know it top to bottom, inside out, before I provide a review. So it's going to probably be about another three weeks before you see a review for the KDP Rocket. But uh, today we'll just kind of briefly look at the tool. And I'm going to talk a little bit about niche and uh, keyword research. So I'm going to show you the hard way, whereas KDP Rocket's going to show you the easy way of getting things done. And you can find the link to KDP Rocket in the cards of this video. So if you see the little eye, it'll be over this way. If you see the little eye up there, you're gonna click that little thing, and then there's a little drop down, and it's gonna show KDP Rocket. Give that a click, give it a look. There's not, a, you're not obligated to anything. You can just take a peek at it. Um, but uh, I really, really love Dave Chesson's five-day AMS course. I said so in a recent video. It is solid for content that is less than two hours. He really, expedites the entire learning process and the beauty of it is since it's hosted on a good platform you're actually able to control the speed of your videos so i watch dave in 2x yes and those of you that don't want to hear me talking too long and if you're watching this on replay there is a little bit of a, a tip get your stuff in 2x i literally hit youtube on 2x every single time so Whoever you are, whatever YouTube you might have, YouTube channel, 
I watch you in 2X. There's there's no exception to the rule. The only exception I think is Gary Vaynerchuk since he talks so freaking fast. It, it It is literally impossible to keep up with a Gary Vaynerchuk video in 2X. So um, I just sub, uh, sub sub to you at Kindlepreneur. Awesome. Yes, uh, Kim here. You're going to love Dave's stuff. Uh, he is good stuff. Uh, there There is... I'm just discovering this, and if we're going to get towards the niche and keyword research here, and probably eh, very soon, I don't want to set a specific time. Uh, I want to kind of talk. If you guys got questions, comments, let me know what you're doing, by the way, and I'll get on that for just a second, but we're going to kind of riff off each other here for just a, a, a little bit, but um, Dave is great. He really establishes himself ahead of the pack, and here's why. Under the Kindlepreneur umbrella of YouTube, he gives good quality information, none of this hacky stuff, and it is, dare I say, fairly evergreen. This is stuff that he can probably put up and not ever have to worry about taking down unless Amazon makes you know huge changes. And uh, Dave is just honest as it comes. You know, he's on the straight and narrow, and this is something that I respect in a lot of people that are doing the videos for publishing on YouTube. I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. There are some YouTubers that will go and tell you the quick hacks and the get-rich-quick schemes. And I think that everybody knows me by now. I'm not about the get-rich-quick. Okay, If you've come to this channel to learn how to get rich quick, I'm sorry. I don't have the solution for you. Because if I did, I probably wouldn't be... Uh, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be sharing with everybody and their mother. I'd probably be charging at a very high ticket rate. But I can be able to show you sensible information when it comes to publishing and doing it yourself. And I think that's what speaks volumes to me when I see another YouTuber out there that's putting out information. The Kim Hears, who talks about you know writing and books and literature to the uh, Ameco size, to the uh, Kindlepreneurs, to the Tom Corson Knowles. These people really resonate with me well because I'm in this business for the long term. I'm setting up a foundation. You might have seen some people come and go over the last few years and some of them kind of came in, had a cup of coffee, made their money and took off. And uh, you're not going to be seeing that with me. I, I just This is the business I see myself retiring in if I ever consider retiring. Uh, let's see here. Long game for sure. BV's got that one right. Uh, yes, to be noted... Uh, the the uh, five-day Amazon marketing services course, you can go over to kindlepreneur.com and uh, get that 100% free. And you can you know click my affiliate link or just I have so much faith and confidence in everything that Dave offers in his products that you know you can go over to his site and literally just get that five-day AMS course. Here's the reason why. And I wanted, this is where I want to kind of hang my hat on just for just a moment here. We're in quarter four. I've already expressed that this past Monday's Week in Review, but I think it bears worth in visiting here for everybody that's involved in self-publishing and those of you that are considering on getting self-publishing. You need to be publishing in quarter four. In fact, it kind of singed uh, Emeka's eyebrows when I kind of shared with him that I bottleneck some projects purposely. I hold them back purposely for release in quarter four. Here's the reasoning why. People love to buy things in quarter four. And more importantly, you're going to start to see that right after Thanksgiving Day here in the U.S. On Black Friday and Cyber Monday, I can guarantee you, if you've got a good product, if you've got great, a great brand, a great brand presence, 
This is where people are going to be investing some money. They may have been holding off this entire year to purchase your book just for this reason. Or they may even purchase your book for a loved one. So that's where you're going to really want to focus your time and energy is get those books out. Okay. And the next thing is, this is where Dave's course, the five-day AMS course, keep in mind, less than two hours of content. Everybody's got enough time to watch these. Okay. If you really get your ads in place and start really tweaking them, going into quarter four here and going further into November, you are going to win big. Okay. That's right. You could just sense on the dollar, be able to advertise your books. Your customers are going to find you. They're going to buy your books. It's going to move your rank up and therefore it's going to get more exposure and then getting you more purchases, hopefully. So that is why I get so excited about quarter four. And especially now with AMS, because in previous years, I never used Amazon marketing services. This year, I'm super excited. I'm going to be investing quite a bit in ad spend this year, because in previous years, I didn't do any ads and I did fairly well for myself. My wife and I had a great Christmas last year. And let me tell you, it was wonderful. And I think that you guys can have that too as well. If you start to focus on getting your publications out there and run some good ads. Now, a lot of people are probably real shy about parting ways with their money for ad spend. But here's the thing. And I think Dave, if you're still around here in the chat, looks like he is. Uh, if you could probably attest here on this one, Dave, you could spend as little or even less than a dollar per day in ad spend. A dollar. Seriously here, folks. One dollar. If you can't get a dollar to do ad spend, then just go on a corner and panhandle for a little bit. Get yourself a couple of bucks and start promoting your content. And AMS is one of the most dead simple and cheapest ways to get your book out there. So it's just really just so simple. Anybody else use AMS ads, please drop it inside the comments or inside the live chat. We're going to point over this way. I'll get used to the pointing here. Uh, just got my updated cover description up for my book. Needed to take advantage of the season, uh, both Q4 and Halloween. Yes, that's actually something we talk about in our interview. And uh, Kim's interview will be released this next Friday. This next Friday at 6 p.m. She's going to give you a little bit more information in that interview about her brand and about her timing and releasing on Halloween and why is it why it's so relevant. Ads, on which platform do you recommend? I recommend personally, see I've done Facebook ads before, I've done Google AdWords. I think by a long shot, Amazon Marketing Services is my favorite because it's easier to use, it's easier to set up, and once when you get a few done, after a while you'll start to know exactly what you need to do for targeting your keywords and running successful ad campaigns, setting up your ad spend certain amount, it's just, it's incredible. I can't speak highly enough. What about you, Boogeyman? Have you done any other ads? And if so, where have you done it at? Would love to hear anybody else, please. Let's make this a full conversation. I would like to hear what have you used for ads? You use Facebook ads, do you use Twitter ads, Instagram ads? I would love to hear and uh, tell me, you know, how simple was it? Was it easy? Was it hard? Uh, did you find it took a little time to take, you know, figure out? Actually, one thing I love about AMS is that many people don't think about is that I use it to test my book. Yes, yes. Because if you see a ton of impressions, like 
300,000 impressions, but you get like six clicks, something's wrong. And, it, and if you did get no buys from that, there's, there's something wrong. If I get no clicks, but lots of impression, that means my cover isn't to par. Yes, yes. If I get clicks, but no buys, then it means my cover's good, but my description didn't convert the buyer. Dave Chesson, dropping some 411 right here in this channel. I'm gonna to point towards the chat over here. So if you have one of you watching this, make sure you pay attention. You'll be able to see some of this. And this is one of the reasons why I put the chat inside this window, because I wanted everybody to check it out. Um, only on Google, not very productive. A stick with Google, uh, uh, Boogeyman. I just wanna say that Google AdWords is a little tougher, but once it's a steeper learning curve than what Amazon Marketing Services is. There's so much more in depth. I've run a few good ad campaigns through AdWords. I've been real lazy about it lately, but it does work. Uh, you know, everything from driving traffic to YouTube videos, to website, to actual books. Um, it can be costly if you don't know what you're doing. Um, there is actually an AppSumo deal up right now about uh, AdWords, and it's by a guy named Jeff Saar, and that's spelled S-A-U-E-R, and he's a Google AdWords expert. He's actually certified in AdWords. And Jeff is, he's not the most charismatic individual. You know, I, I'm just, and I'll probably eventually have a uh, review up of his actual course for AdWords. It's a very, very thorough and in-depth, extensive look at Google AdWords and how to successfully run campaigns. I still haven't yet to peel, I think I'm probably about two thirds of the way through the course. I've already learned quite a bit from it. But the issue that I run into is his videos are about 15 to 30 minutes at a time and he's very deliberate in his delivery. And his tone is fairly monotone and he's straightforward. So it's very deadpan as you can kind of tell. I'm not trying to poke fun at Jeff. He put together a very good quality course but the issue that I have, my beef is there's no 2X on it. I want to be able to hit videos in 2x because it just drives me insane. So the problem is either A, I've got to etch out a half hour of my day to learn one lesson or B, I'm just going to have to wait. And that's what I find myself at is waiting on that. So um, great course. I took it in his analytics course. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting the analytics course, but I kind of I'm on the fence because I just haven't finished the AdWords and my biggest reservation is the fact that he doesn't have 2x. I need to drop him a line and be like, look, bro, hook me up, man. Give me a 2x, please, please. I'm just, I, you know, I, I love his information. He's he's definitely edumacated me uh, to a certain extent. I'm going to take myself a little drink here. We're doing really good. I promise we're going to start into the niche and keyword research here very, very, very soon. I definitely would love to hear everybody else's. Uh, you might have ADD. I do. I do actually ADHD to be exact was what I was diagnosed with and no I don't take medication for it what are these labels anyways you know labels schmables so um, let's see yeah you know I actually had a viewer more recently um, had watched I think it was my first live stream or might have been my second one and uh, he uh, he was like, you never answered the question. And I was just like, touche, I did not. And uh, so if you guys ever see that I'm uh, not staying on track, by all means, give me a hard time over here in chat. I pointed to the wrong way. It's that way. I just need to remember, it's always over towards my wife. So uh, anyway, S, what's going on, S? It's good to see you in here. Uh, dropping that winky face. What are you doing winking at me? What's that supposed to mean? 
Good to see you. All right, uh, before we do move on, I would love to hear, what are you working on currently? Uh, do you have any books in the process? Are you in the midst of writing one, outsourcing one? Are you waiting on a cover? Do you have one currently on the market? This is the time that I'm gonna say, you are more than welcome to drop a link inside the chat, okay? Drop it on over there, please. Only links to Amazon, only Amazon. Because uh, otherwise, I don't know if somebody's putting some body type stuff. So if you've got a, a book, please go ahead and shamelessly promote it over in chat. Or if you're watching this in the replay, drop it inside the comments. Okay, most likely YouTube's going to flag you for a second, but that's okay. I will give the thumbs up on it. Regardless if I like the book or not, if it's a book, I'm going to go ahead and give it a thumbs up. So please, if you want to promote your books, this is the time to do so. would love to hear what you're doing for your projects and, of course, what is in the pipeline. What do you plan on finishing up here before quarter four is up? Uh, I know I've got a very ambitious goal, huge, huge goal. All I'm going to say is right now, my biggest goal is going to be to fire off my next fitness book, which has actually been about uh, a year and a half since my last full release. Um, Isaac Cruz uh, says, uh, Dave, I don't know if you're talking to Dave, the Kindlepreneur, if you're talking Dale, uh, <laughs> I'll have to get Dave on here one of these times, I guess. Uh, any tips for better keyword selection on draft to digital? Uh, mm, it's this, this one's a toughie and hopefully I can kind of address that with the uh, keywords once we jump in and we're going to dive in here pretty soon. Promise you, uh, I keep saying it, uh, you know. It's, there's timing. Let's wait. Let's wait. So hang in there. Um, oh, excellent. BV just dropped a, a link inside the uh, description for his book. Uh, it's tremendous. Tremendous. Um, but uh, I will uh, for sure, Isaac, hang in there. I'm going to talk a little bit more about keywords. Typically, you can rely on some of the keyword research that I do through Amazon. It's going to be pretty much applicable to draft the digital. There are going to be some slight tweaks you're going to want to do. So, for instance, uh, when you do your keyword research for something like draft the digital, since they are an aggregate publisher and they publish to numerous platforms, you could take the time to go through and try to do keyword research, say on Apple or on Barnes and Noble, the same way that you would do on Amazon. What I would recommend is skip to the front of the line, open up your your browser into incognito mode and go to google.com and do your research that way because then you're going to get a broader uh, broader scope. Uh, I'm very happy that any time that, for instance, if you were to open up a Google browser, you can... Um, this is how I was able to kind of niche down my brand was through Google. And then sometimes what I'll do is I'll take, if I'm kind of split between one word or the other, um, and this is a series of words, mind you, not just one individual one, but if I've got a specific keyword or long tail keyword and another one that are very similar, if it's kind of a toss up, what I'll typically do is go to google.com slash trends, and then I will compare and contrast those two keywords and see which one has more traffic over the other. Sometimes it's, it's a toss up, and other times there's a definite winner. And I typically will try to pick the one that is the winning one for google.com slash trends. I don't have that link in the comment. My apologies here. Yes, um, I'm sitting here looking at this. D to D aggregates out to lots of different markets. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a little tough. Dale, sorry. <laughs> um, 
Kim here said, uh, Demonic Illusions is my book and it's a horror romance. Yes, yes. Um, which, by the way, it, it, Kim, is that live already? I just want to kind of figure out, because I know that you showed me the paperback already. I just want to kind of find out. Uh, Dave brings up a good question. Uh, the better question would be something like how to find iTunes keywords or, or Barnes & Noble's keywords. Um, my link went in post. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, maybe... <sighs> Uh, drop it to me through your Twitter, your Twitter, um, account. And I need to introduce you to my brother one of these times. Uh, he, uh, he can, he's got admin here. And why don't I have you as admin? I'm not sure why. Um, but yeah, it, what it comes down to with draft digital is just try to find the broad keywords that work best as a whole. It's going to really depend. And I think Dave kind of brings up a great point in the fact that Think about where you're going to want to, to you know, focus your time, energy, and attention to. Do you want to get more sales on iTunes? Then you're going to probably want to pick up your keywords and your keyword research through iTunes or through Apple itself, through iBooks, because that's where you're going to probably be selling it. But uh, conversely speaking, if you want to sell more through the Drafted Digital, through Barnes & Noble, then you're going to want to head over to Barnes & Noble and get the keywords there. They're going to probably be somewhat the same, but I can't guarantee that because without looking at it, you know, and I highly doubt it because it just depends on from one platform to the next. Um, oh, awesome. Very good, BV. You hooked up my good pal Kim here for uh, Demonic Illusions. Anybody else? Oh, hey, don't sweat it. Living my Rhapsody. Oh my gosh, I'm late. Uh, there's a good reason. Actually, this is a little tip that I learned from my boy BV here on here is always, always, always start a little slower. And so we're still just kind of in the intro per, uh, portion of our stuff before we jump into the, the uh, keyword and niche research. So that's going to be a great majority of this broadcast is going to be on the niche and, and keyword research. And I, I expect full participation. So if anybody's lurking about here, pop in here, say what's up. You don't have to hang out the whole time, but if you can just tell me that you're here, just drop it inside the chat. Also, uh, if you've got a book, just mention the book and the author name, and hopefully my brother here will grab the, uh, the link to it on Amazon. He'll drop that on in there. That would be super, super helpful. Good to see you, Anthony. You're late too. Oh, see now, Anthony, I thought we were tight, dude. I thought we were tight. Um, late, got from Panera. You didn't miss much. Uh, just been kind of jib-jabbing, giving a little bit of the rundown. You'll have to go watch everything else on the replay. Um, and I'll, I'll make sure to give a synopsis when we wrap up beside this broadcast, some of the things I shared at the very beginning. All that to say this is that um, we are right now talking about projects, and we're starting to get a little bit of a rough start here on keywords. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah. Yay. Yep. Uh, please talk to Emma Katie, cookbooks. I can't see anyone making more from self-publishing. Uh, I'm thinking um, if you've got a contact, I'm going to see if I can do a little bit of investigation here. Um, I'm going to write it up here on my, my whiteboard. It's right behind here. I always thought Emma Katie, and let me look over here to my wife, and I'll ask her. Is Emma Katie a pen name? Oh, it has to be. Okay. She doesn't have a real photo on her Amazon. Yeah, program. I've never seen a real photo for Emma Katie, but I would be very curious because, yeah, Emma does pull. Does pull, yeah. In fact, when I put up my uh, handful of cookbooks for my specific brand, I was able to research through Emma Katie's content. And, uh, yeah, she or they or whoever this might be is, is, is doing pretty well. And if it's a self-publisher that has 
it being outsourced or hiring freelance writers to do this. Chances are very likely I may not be able to get them on here. Uh, there are some people that are real, real tight about, you know, wanting to share. No, oh, I don't want to share my stuff. And, you know, to a certain extent, I, I don't I don't fault them for that. I'm willing and I'm more than willing to share my own brand. But I'll be honest with you, I have tons, tons of other brands that I actually pour time, attention, and energy into it. Uh, I would rather focus just on the stuff that I have 100% public. So I'm going to try to reach out to Emma Katie. If anybody has any kind of contacts, I would be willing to kind of break ground and not, I, I'm not going to, you know, throw them under the bus. I'm not going to out them. So any rate, uh, you've got it out there. Let's see here. We're looking a little further here. Um, hey, hola amigos. Willie Estrada. Good to see you here, Willie. What link do I put in again from uh, from Amazon there, BV? Um, I just published mine, Titans from the Stars series by Catherine May Stevens. Uh, so excited. Oh, awesome. You just published it. You know, you came in right about after I had mentioned quarter four. It's this time of year, baby. You've, you've hit it at the right time. And here's the nice thing is if you just published it, you still have that 30-day window of hot new release on Amazon. And that right there is gonna play a huge part. Which by the way, if you guys hear any piano, that's my uh, professional pianist upstairs. He's awesome, I hope he doesn't stop. I hope he doesn't stop. Um, hello wife, winks for you too. <laughs> You're getting winks from from uh, from one of the viewers here. So I wanted to let you know. Um, well, I, I might as well just bring her on over here. Scoot your I chair over. She has My wife hasn't showered today. Like she has flies or like a pig pen type thing. Oh, um, yeah, don't trip over the, uh, the, the cord here. Um, so, uh, we will jump into the key re keyword research as soon as I introduce my wife, Kelly. Hi. <laughs> I think she thought my ear was the uh, microphone. The microphone's over there. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, keep in mind, if you look at the, at the screen, it's going to really mess you up because it's all delayed. Oh. Uh, I am so new to this. Hey, you know, uh, living my Rhapsody, it's... Everybody's got to start somewhere. Uh, be very proud of the fact that you were able to get your publication out right now. And one of the best ways to learn something is to do it, is to actually do it. And my wife's leaving me now. So, I'll be right back. Uh, she's, she'll be right back. So cute. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, you got a uh, flex from uh, your brother-in-law. He, he gave a, this is to my sister-in-law. Oh, Yes. All right. Uh, Kendall Bernour is saying hi. Oh, well, yeah, she leaves. You guys start saying hello. <laughs> She's a superstar. She's big leaguing you. Um, I'm not an expert with print. Really? Katrina, you and I, we need to talk, which by the way, I should probably just address you by your handle here. That is the lady writes. Uh, those of you uh, are not familiar. Uh, the lady writes, actually, she was one of the very first guest plug, uh, uh, guest blog posts I've done before and actually it's still up over on her site and I believe it is help me out here Katrina you're gonna have to probably drop your link or even just do a very basic I'm losing for some reason I just lost my chat here apparently uh, my my phone decided my name is fine. Wonderful. Wonderful. I didn't want anybody to get thrown off here. And especially on the replays, they're going to be like, who is he taught? There's nobody in chat that says that. Um, okay. She's coming back. 
You had a lot of hellos and highs. It just, it's a little I, delayed sometimes. I'm sorry, nature was calling. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. I just wet my britches. I don't care. It's what all the cool kids do. All right, now my chat's oh my catching gosh. up here, folks. Yeah, well, unfortunately, for some reason, my phone decided that it wasn't going to look at the chat. Alrighty, here we go. Uh, TheWritingNetwork.com, wonderful. All one word, folks. Please go over and check it out. She's got some good quality content, and she's got me. And the funny thing is, actually, when I provided the blog post, that was back in my cheeky era, my irreverent type stuff, but it still has good quality information, so it's something I could still get behind. Um, just give me a title and pen name. I can post if you want. Yes, anybody that wants to share their their books please and if you're in the live stream for some reason um, i'm just gonna have to look at the screen here folks um, my phone just keeps booting me off at random points it is not very happy with me um yes if you have a book you got a project please drop it on in there i don't know how long my brother's able to hang out for today's stream but um and once again if anybody hears me referring to bv bionic vapor that is my brother yes literally three years older than me. He used to beat me with uh, wire hangers when we were kids. And I was picked on incessantly. I, I, I was completely innocent, by the way. I just want to put that one out there. Uh, pray for Donald Trump, Patrick Baldwin. I'm not going to bark up the the uh, the whole situation or anything that involves in Donald Trump. Sorry, buddy. Um, but uh, thanks for, for contributing there. You are likely the last post still on that site. <laughs> Been hustling elsewhere lately. Yeah, sometimes you just got to focus your time and attention. I know that on my blog, I haven't had any posts put up lately. I've kind of put that on hold. I was having great help from my assistant, Ava Fails. Uh, those of you had checked out, she actually had a interview not too long ago here on this show. And um, I just kind of was like, well, I had to take her off that project to focus on another one. So uh, the... If you ever visit selfpublishingwithdale.com, you'll be able to get some blog versions of some of my videos. But now that I'm not really working with the script so much anymore, we're having to kind of redirect how we're going to be, be able to kind of handle that blog. But nonetheless, talking about the blogs. Um, yep, drop those links to your book. I love to read. Yes, yes, please. This is the time I'm telling you. Uh, and if anybody's watching this on replay, I'm... I'm I'm saying, please, let's see your books on Amazon. I would like to see it. If for some reason you don't have books on Amazon, you got it available through somewhere else, be it iBooks, Barnes & Noble, drop it on in there. Just please, no weird websites, no short links that I don't know where it's going to. I, I just literally, I just don't trust links that I can't, I don't know where the source is at. Dale, you're awesome. Could you tell us how many books you have and what you make per month for us who wonder if making a living is possible with this? Yes, uh, this is my full-time job and I don't answer to anybody nine to five. As far as the earnings go, uh, my wife and I make enough that we're able to keep ourselves out of a nine to five job and still have money to spare and be able to travel. Um, as far as the number of books underneath my personal brand, I found out the other day, I sat down and I counted out at 42 books. Now, when it comes to other books and brands and pen names and such, and now by the way, I'm not even including my, my wife here. This is just my own business right now. Get ready. And a lot of people are going, well, geez. And this is something that I feel a little naked when I share this. And since you've asked, um, 
I have well over 3,000 books on the market. And sometimes when I say it, I'm like, uh, yeah, I've got a lot. And that, that doesn't include the fact that some of them are on Kindle or exclusively on paperback. That doesn't include some of them that are an audiobook. So there are a number of books. Um, now keep in mind though, I want everybody just to pay attention here for just a moment. Zoom in on this. You're probably going, 3,000 books? Of course he's doing pretty well for himself. Okay, let's get this out of the way. Let's get this out of the way first of all. A, I'm not a newbie self-publisher anymore. Yeah, sometimes I'll say I'm a newbie, but compared to the average newbie, I'm no longer a newbie. I've got a certain system in place that I'm able to fall back on, that I'm able to focus and put my time, energy, and efforts as well as invest my money into that, that I know some of the stuff's gonna work. But you might hear a large number like 3,000, or you might even hear a 300, or you might even hear 10. The Pareto Principle works so much on this one here. 80-20. 20% those publications are gonna do about 80% of the work, literally. It's, they're going to take a lot of the heavy lifting and they're going to do it for you. So in other words, that makes my chatter. If I were to lose the 80% of those, 80%, it only makes about 20% of my income. And I literally sat down and I crunched the math. It like literally is right around 2080. It's crazy. So the Pareto principle works on this one. So does volume work? Yeah. But then again, so does putting out one or two solid publications. So you gotta kind of figure out, first of all, A, am I a newbie, a self-publisher? If you're a newbie self-publisher, you should not be pumping out hundreds of books. No, don't do it. Master the simple process of publishing first. All right, master it first, and then you can start to scale it up. You know, keeping in mind, I've been doing this about four years now. Over the last two years was when I was started to really scale it up. When I say scale it up, I kick that puppy up a notch. So hopefully that answered your question. It was fairly transparent. Do I feel comfortable in sharing it? No, but in the same instance, I'd rather be honest with you. Now, as far as when it comes to income, sorry, that's water cooler talk. I almost never share exactly what I make because some months I make <laughs> and other months I make. <laughs> so if that makes any kind of sense to you, there's a lot of people out there that will, will say to you like, Oh, I make $10,000, $20,000 a month, and here's my W-9 to prove it. Oh, that's great. Awesome. I'm not your CPA, so. <laughs> All right, boy, it looks like now we're starting to talk. If you have an ebook on new release and you upload the book to print, does the new release status start there? Yes, there is a difference between new hot new release on paperback and hot new release on Kindle. On Kindle ebook. We're just, you know, as far as new releases goes, we're just referring to those inside there. So those windows start according to whenever they were published. So as a for instance, if you end up publishing an ebook today, the 30-day clock starts ticking for a hot new release and getting it into the hot new release category. However, if you end up publishing your paperback another two weeks from now, it doesn't start that 30-day clock on that paperback till later, because here's why: two different products two different products. So that's why they have two different uh, types of categories. Uh, let's see here, I'm scrolling down. I'm um, just keep going here. Oh, oh, I see, all right, all right. One, one of my permafree is uh, Katrina Taylor's Knight's Apprentice. Awesome, thank you. Uh, 
I want to say a big thank you to my brother for hooking up the, uh, the stuff here. That is insane. Um, I don't know. Is that really that crazy? What's crazy? That many publications? Um, to someone who doesn't know what we do, yes. To someone who doesn't know what we do, yes. Um, it can be crazy, but you get a system in place. And uh, just for the record, it's it's not uh, black hat tactics. It's not a unapproved things. It's literally just like I said, you just get yourself a system and you stick to it. So there are days that I don't work at all, but there are days that I'll work crazy hours. Do I need to work those crazy hours? Probably not, but I like this. This is this is fun to me. And so when I call it a job, I kind of feel wrong because it's almost like, you know, calling my baby ugly, you know? It's I like doing what I do. I love it. And there are some days that I just got to shut it off. But anyway, I'm looking here more inside the chat. I used to make enough to cover my bills back years ago. The market changed and I fell behind. I'm in rebuilding and it's possible. It is very possible, Katrina. I appreciate the vote of confidence that a lot of people really need to hear is um it was. When we got into this game originally, the funny thing is, I think I hit right about the time that it was getting that, that gold rush to Kendall. Like, everybody and their mother was doing it. And I did see a significant bump increase inside my paycheck. So, so did my wife. But the problem that we ran into was it systems were changed and you could no longer rely on Kindle the way you used to. You couldn't just publish out any old thing and expect to get yourself, you know, thousands of dollars per month without doing some kind of ads, without doing some kind of promotion, without setting up a good author platform. So it is very, very possible. You just gotta stick with it. And please, if you're ever thinking of way to make money quicker or to cut a few corners, I promise you, it is it's it is a bad, it is a dusty road, and I've actually even shared it in previous videos before that it it's burnt me. Um, everything from the review swaps. So, for instance, review swaps was, you know, a it was a system that was not allowed by Amazon. I even asked, I even asked early on, hey, are Amazon, you know, can you be able to? They're like, no, you can't. That's that's a biased review. Well, I decided to push my luck anyways, and I still review swapped, and it, it had my review swapping privileges, and it revoked. I, I mean, I can't review anything on Amazon whatsoever. So I just highly recommend for those of you out there that have heard about the whole review swapping things, if you're doing it, stop doing it. It's just, it's not good, trust me on this one. And there are people that right now who weren't currently review swapping that I know of that got their review privileges removed, even though they stopped review swapping a long time ago. So just know this, that you you might be review swapping and get away with it right now. I promise you though, all it takes is just one person to mess up that system and then everybody gets busted within that chain. It's almost like a bad STD, you know? Um, so, what's my number one publication? Ugh. I don't know. <laughs> That's that sounds terrible. I'd actually have to open it up. Um, I'm going to guess for me, it was probably the stretch workout plan. That one seems to pull really, really well. Tied up closely with an ultimate home workout plan. That one did pretty well as well. And then I have some under my uh, other pen names and different brands as well. There was one that it did really, really well last quarter four. 
unfortunately, it's drawing flies right now. It, it did really phenomenal. I think it pulled in easily probably with that specific book. It probably pulled in nearly a quarter of the income that I made back in quarter four. Um, let's see here. Moving further down. You baby might, might actually be ugly. Just saying. <laughs> yes. Uh, sales rank is 100,000 or below for most most courses. What about the number of titles? Does that make a difference? And what course would you recommend? Um, right now, unfortunately, I don't have uh, insights on the best courses. Uh, I always just kind of default back over to Emeka's course. I've yet to actually look at it, but it's called My Self-Publishing Blueprint. And you can actually access that. It would be a huge, huge favor to me if you were to look at that. Go to self-publishing selfpublishingwithdale.com slash Emeka, that's spelled E-M-E-K-A. And uh, that will get over, that will show you my self-publishing blueprint. It's uh, Emeka's course, he does solid, solid work. He's a very honest, upstanding guy and he is staying in this for the long term. So there's a good reason why the two of us are gonna be partnering together in a number of videos very soon. Oops, did I say that out loud? Um, is that including all the pen names? Yes, BV, that's gonna include all the pen names, the number of titles I was talking about. You answered, okay, excellent. Can people buy the buy the book directly from me and leave the review online? Yes, they can buy, well, yes they can and no they can't. So here's where the reviews, and I'm gonna answer this one last question before we start to jump into Kindle and uh, the Kindle keyword and niche research, because I wanna make sure you guys get a little bit of 411 before we stop. It's, this is amazing, we're almost going an hour deep and we're this far. So um, someone can buy it directly from you and review it say over on Amazon, but the catch is, and I said this in a recent video on reviews, that you have to purchase, I think a minimum of $50 in products on Amazon before you can post any reviews. It's just a new thing, unless you were grandfathered in on something older, uh, but for the most part, it, they're no longer allowing people just to go over and post reviews to products without having spent at least $50 on the online retailer. Now, the next thing is if the person purchases it directly from you and they leave a review on Amazon, it's going to be what's considered, and it's not going to be labeled this way, but it's going to be considered a unverified purchase. You will notice sometimes a little ticker that's along on a review, it'll say verified purchase. This indicates the person actually bought it. And in most instances, you can actually even see whether they have bought a Kindle or if they've bought the paperback or if they've bought the audiobook version of that. That's right, it'll show all three of those particular things if it's a verified purchase. That's that's the thing. If it's a if it is not a verified purchase, the person can still put the review on there. We it's up for debate on the strength of a verified purchase, if it's, you know, if it holds good for most people. But for me, I typically don't pay attention to that when I look at products and I buy a lot of products on Amazon. I, I don't care. I typically, here's the funny thing is, I'm more of the person who looks for the train wreck. I'll go to the one stars immediately. What do you guys do? I, I, I'm definitely curious as if you pay attention to reviews because here's the thing is, I use uh, Yelp a lot. Yelp is an app on your phone, and I'd show my phone, but uh, Yelp is great when we're out and about, and I will typically look up reviews of a particular place, especially if I'm just eating there. You know, it could be over, like, say, Panera Bread, or I'll be over at Chipotle, and I'll look up the one star reviews because I want to see what bad service they've had. And sometimes ahead of time, we'll take a look at those reviews, and I just want to see what the bad experience was because. 
if it's really, really a compelling review, I'll, I'll say, okay, out of here. But if it's like a one-star review, like, I hated this food, I'll be like, okay, that does nothing for me. Um, you know, something for me when I go out to a restaurant is I try to pay attention to any kind of vegan food. So if somebody gives a one-star review, oh, one-star review, I hate vegan food. I'll be like, done, I'm there. You know, I, I'm there in two seconds. So that's why sometimes I'll pay attention to the one-star reviews. And this is something I recommend to those of you that are inside this publishing business is look at your competition or those within your niche, if you don't consider them competition, look at those inside your niche and pay attention to their one-star reviews. Go in there, read them, study them. This is your learning material. This is the stuff that's gonna help you build a better product. You go into those one-star reviews, you're gonna find out, okay, uh, pictures were pixelated, um, bad editing, um, poor layout, things like that, and you're gonna be able to learn it. And here's something that I, I do, and it's what Russell Brunson does, who is also the owner and um, CEO of ClickFunnels. Uh, he builds amazing sales funnels, guys in really freaking wealthy. And what he did was what's called funnel hacking. And what funnel hacking is, is he'll go find somebody's sales funnel, he'll opt into their email list, and then he'll go through every single one of their products and he'll buy them. So if there's a one-time offer, he buys it. And then they'll go, oh, well, you gotta check out this. This is my program, it's $97 this day only. He'll buy that, and he'll buy that, and he'll keep buying it. Because what he tries to do is figure out what is it that people are putting into a particular funnel, a sales funnel. So this is the same kind of process, but a little bit more simple. When it comes to publishing books, a lot of people look at the external product. They'll look at the cover. They'll look at the book description. They'll look at the keywords. They'll look at the title, subtitle, uh, the reviews. But here's the thing. If it's a good enough book and if it's within your niche, and if it's something you're passionate about, I highly recommend purchase it, buy it. I've read a lot of fitness books, a lot. Some of them great, others, meh, not so good. Uh, but nonetheless, if you want to really, really be successful in this business, I really highly recommend that whatever you are making inside your business, take like 1% of your, every single one of your profits and funnel it on down into something that you would consider expenses for business, such as this. Um, and I mean, come on, eBooks can range anywhere from about $2.99 to $9.99 on the Amazon platform. It might be a bit more expensive elsewhere. If it is, here's, here's something. If it's a $14.99 book on the Amazon platform, why do they have it $14.99? I wanna know what's inside. I wanna know what's so valuable. And if they're successful, if they're breaking the same ranks that I am, if they're breaking 100,000 in the paid Kindle store, if they're breaking into the top 1,000 or the top 100 and they have it at a high price point, I wanna know what's going on. I'm gonna get that book and I'm gonna look up relevant links that are leading elsewhere and I wanna see exactly what they're doing on their website. I wanna find them on social media and I wanna find out how they're engaging with their audience. What is it that they're doing? So that is a long answer to a very simple question. I check the lowest and the highest and look for trends. That is that is a brilliant idea. Uh, keep an eye on, on trends. It is good to keep a pulse. So that way you keep you stay relevant. I always try to tell people don't chase the trends, but in the same instance, you still want to be very aware of what is hot and what is not these days. Buy spell check. 
Er, yeah, yeah. Get, get Grammarly, which by the way, plug, plug, you can go to selfpublishingwithdale.com slash Grammarly and get yourself a freemium membership set up. That doesn't cost you a dime and help support this channel as well. If you end up upgrading, I'm telling you, it's well worth the investment. And here, by the way, if I've never said this one before, you want to get Grammarly at a cheap rate, you've never got it before, okay? Here's what you do is you go over, get yourself an account set up, just a free one. They're going to continue to send you emails within the first week. Grammarly typically will offer you, I think it's like a half off amount and you get a full year for 70 some dollars. It's a, it's a darn good rate, but that's for only new customers. Um, if I left the business alone today and stopped, do you think it would sustain a few years from now? Uh, well, here's a good prime example. Um, I'll say, I'll tell you yes, but at the level it's doing no. No, not, not at all. Not at all. I, I'm very realistic in knowing that there's going to be other people out there that are going to come and slide in and they're going to be utilizing building their, their author platform, engaging with social media, contacting their audience, building an email list. Those are, are ideal. Uh, so this is not a set and forget type business. And here's a good example. Actually, Jason Brock just did an interview with Emeka Wasai and also he did it over on his channel. So it was on Jason Brock's channel as well as Emeka's where uh, Jason was actually able to talk a little bit about his business and why he's kind of not really in the publishing business any, anymore. He is he does still have some of that stuff up there and this is to answer this is that he probably hasn't published anything in a very long time. He's still pulling in a decent amount of income for little to no work in it. He's done done a few ads. I actually sat down with him one day and uh, showed him a little bit of, you know, some of the strategies I use in Amazon marketing services and it helped him out a little bit. But all that to say this, can I be able to set and forget? No, but I would like to know if there's actually even a large publishing house company that could do that for any one person. Uh, yeah, Stephen King's gonna continue to draw till the day he dies, even if he didn't publish another book because people are putting out movies. Keep in mind, that machine keeps rolling. They're putting out Stephen King movies. And then his large publishing house is going to continue to pump out newer editions, maybe with bonus content, maybe with art within it. So this business is never kind of a set and forget. You always got to kind of have something in the pipeline, something, be it ads, or you're going out and making appearances at, in podcasts and interviews, um, you know, doing press releases. There's so many parts of this business and some of it I have barely tapped on for good reason. There are some areas that are just right outside my wheelhouse. Like I've never appeared on a local TV show. So Grammarly is fantastic. I, I yeah, I, it's literally, this is just not me even speaking on the, you know, the fact that it is an affiliate. I'm an affiliate for their products. I'm an affiliate with only products I, I can get behind. And I can really feel, okay, this is a solid product. Grammarly's great. I've got another one, it's called White Smoke. That's my review of White Smoke. Uh, that, that, that literally, I was thinking about putting it out and I just knew I was gonna bury them. So that's one thing you guys can anticipate is I'll never do a review on the channel that's gonna troll somebody. So that, White Smoke. All right, so here we go. All right, I think everybody knows how this works. I'm gonna share the screen here. And I need you to let me know inside the chat if you could see everything okay. Sorry, we're slow on the link. Approved, all right, very good. All right, so now I'm gonna go ahead and 
I'm going to go into display capture. Can everybody see my desktop? Can everybody see that? everybody can see that just fine that'd be great as my first step I just started my channel wonderful wonderful they recently released newly illustrated Harry Potter editions see oh which by the way Munchen King it's good to see you back in here um, I don't know if you slipped in there there was like a lot of comments I just I kind of got behind which by the way if you ever want to get um, top priority on me mentioning everybody can see it wonderful had an important tweet to send out there. I can see. Wonderful. Excellent. Now, let's go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and open up incognito mode. Woo! There we go. And I've already got it set up to where I have, and I highly recommend you get a system in place. If you see here at the very top of my browser, all these bookmarks, all these bookmarks optimize my business. So I'm not bothering having to type in things every single time. If I want to go to KDP, I just go right to KDP. If I want to go to Babelcube, I go right to Babelcube. And you'll notice. I visit the Kindle store a lot, I visit a lot of the bookstore a lot, and I visit Amazon a lot. So I have those three kind of grouped together. We're gonna to go into the Kindle store today. Reason we're gonna use incognito mode, as I explained in previous videos, here's the thing is, incognito mode shows you the most purest way to get keywords. I wanna give a big shout out and a, a big credit to this one. Dave Chesson actually talked about this on Authority Self-Publishing podcast once. This is why I became such a diehard Dave Chesson fan was his interview singed my eyebrows, literally blew me away. Before I used to go over into non, into a regular browser, but the problem is the keywords that you're going to pick up when you're doing keyword research is uh, it's going to be tainted. It's going to be done towards you. So uh, you want to make sure that you go into incognito mode so you get everything so it's pure. If you're using Chrome browser, by the way, here's a very simple trick. For those of you on PC, you'll press Control shift n for the letter new when you have a browser open. Or if you would like to, uh, on Mac, you hit Command-Shift-N as in new. So all right, so now we're inside the Kindle store. Uh, I'm looking here. I see 15, but only 14 thumbs. <laughs> Thumbs up, everybody. Come on. If you haven't hit that thumbs up yet, Metaphysical Musings, good to see you in here. Metaphysical Musings. Um, uh, who didn't hit a thumbs up? Yes, please. If you guys are enjoying the content, make sure that you share it with somebody because we're going to probably be doing a little bit more fun here. And I might even rope my wife in here to kind of put her two cents in every now and then. So, uh, which by the way, uh, keep in mind, if you're in live chat, there is a nice little dollar sign there. If you are enjoying the content, if you really want to help support the show, click that little dollar sign. It's a super chat. What it does is it puts a donation towards this channel. It's my only time on my bag today, and I'll mention it one more time before we uh, break off. But please, support the show. Share. Hit that super chat. Let's see uh, about looking up some keywords. All right, so for the fun of it. All right, just for the fun of it. I want somebody to pick a niche. Just throw anything out here. What, what do you guys like? What do you like? I'm going to come back over here and you guys are going to see the, what do you like? I want to hear, what do you like? What do you enjoy? Let's see it. Fire it off here on chat. What do you enjoy? What do you enjoy? Vegan food. My wife likes vegan food. Ooh, that might be a fun one. Come on, let's hear some other people's likes. Post it right over here in the comments. I'm not going to move forward. We're not going to do keyword research till I hear a little bit of participation. 
All right, survival. Good one. Ooh, survival's big, by the way. Uh, fantasy, tarot cards. Tarot cards, good one. Bear shifter romance, because I know you love it. <laughs> yes, I totally. Wear bear shapeshifter. I, I usually made that my going gag for the longest time. Um, oddly enough, that bear shifter still does pretty well. I wrote a fantasy. Actually, that, that sounds great. All right. It seems like fantasy. We're tapping into that. Obster, obster. Oh, maybe lobster is what you're saying. Streaming. Streaming is another excellent one. Documentaries. Huge, by the way. Huge, huge. All right. Um, so it seems like fantasy is going to be kind of a fun one for us to get into. I'm going to tap into those other ones. Let's go ahead back into the screen share. I'm going to drop out OBS and we're going to go ahead and open this back over here too. All right. Parenting, conspiracy theories, another huge one, by the way. So we're going to go ahead and set our hat on fantasy for a second. And let's go ahead and let's just type in fantasy. Now, here's the thing. Don't hit your enter. Allow the auto-suggest to populate and really take a look at what you have to offer. For right now, we're just going to kind of play around with keywords, all right? I just want to hang my hat on keywords for a second, and then we're going to go and start to study a little bit more about each one of these niches and about where we can kind of hang our hat there. So for now, we've got fantasy. You'll notice as soon as I hit that space bar, it populated so much differently. You see this? Fantasy Kindle books. Fantasyland, Fantasyland, How America Went Haywire, A 500-Year History, Urban Fantasy, Epic Fantasy, Fantasy Romance. So there's so much that we've got going on here. When I'm doing keyword research, I really try to take a little extra time and go hit that space bar. You see how those changed instantly? So it starts to offer different suggestions. Now, we can start to really, really, really niche this down if we wanted to. And here's one of my favorite ways. We just go through the alphabet. I go fantasy A. Look at this. Fantasy anthology. Fantasy science fiction magazine. Fantasy audiobooks. Fantasy award winners. We have so much going on here for fantasy. Here's the beauty of it here. All right. I'm going to hit back. We're going to put a B here. This is going to give you so much good ideas. This is one of the things I do is I'll screen capture this. Or if you've got a notepad, you can always write it down somewhere else and then dictate it later. But this is going to give you great ideas. We'll go A, B, C, Fantasy C, Cultivation Fantasy, Coming of Age Fantasy. How awesome is that? Living My Rhapsody, I can't thank you enough for your super chat. That means the world to me. Make sure you drop me a message over at self-publishing, uh, excuse me, Dale at selfpublishingwithdale.com. We got to talk. Fantasy D, Fantasy E, Fantasy F, G. You see this? See how much we're getting all these ideas. There's so much that we have to work with. All right. I hit A before. It seemed like we found some good, you know, niche down things within fantasy and paranormal. And just because Katrina threw it out there, talked about bear shifter romance. Uh, we're going to go ahead. We're going to go towards paranormal. So let's go ahead and left click on that. All right. Now, the very first thing I do is I'm just going to pay attention to the sponsored ad because most likely if somebody's willing to pick one of these headline sponsored ads, these are not cheap. These are not cheap, which by the way, in order to actually get these type of ads, 
you have to have an Amazon Vendor Express account and I believe Amazon Advantage. There are other vendor accounts that you can get, but just for the sake of brevity, I'll say this, that headline ads are not cheap. They are literally, you will burn through a budget like really fast. This is not accessible through your Amazon Kindle Amazon Marketing Services, your Kindle Amazon Marketing Services. Come on, Dale, get with the program. Let me get a little drink of water here. Yes, thank you very, very much. I really do appreciate it. So we're gonna just scroll on down. I'm gonna drink here. Look at the clean covers. I like that. That's really, that's it's sharp. I'm not a fantasy fan, but I'm telling you, those, those covers are money. Money, look at that. Good, well, that one's all right. It's good, good image, but something's happening here with this. And you know, for the sake of argument, why don't we just go ahead and just click this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a peek at this before I bury them. Um, yeah, 153,000. Nothing to write home about. I've got a handful of those at that rank and, and higher, so um, it probably could do a lot better. This, this font leaves something to be desired, but we're not talking um, book covers today. We're just going to be talking about keywords. And one of the things that you're going to be doing as you're scrolling through this first page, and the first page only, I want you to pay attention common words that are used within some of these books. Now, keep in mind, fantasy is going to be a little tougher to title your stuff than it is nonfiction. Nonfiction is so much more cut and dry. But once when you get in towards fiction, you're having to do a little bit, a little bit different. Keep in mind, I'm going to point this one out, and I don't know if anybody knows this person, Chloe Adler or anything else, an urban fantasy paranormal romance as a subtitle. It's my understanding that keyword-specific books are starting to get pulled down by Amazon. It needs to actually be the title of a book. So it's going to have to be right here on this person's cover. So gone are going to be the days that you can be able to use a niche-specific name as your title. They just won't allow that to happen. However, as a series, you could see Love on the Edge, book four, that's okay. Urban fantasy paranormal ram romance, not okay. They're starting to really crack down on, on books that have just keywords for titles. Uh, I do know this firsthand, that they won't accept these. Now, are they going through and banning or anything else like that? I don't know, most likely they'll just put it to draft and get you to correct it, but just be careful about using things like, here's a, here's one, Gay Paranormal Romance Box Set, which by the way, capitalize your titles, folks. That's, that's poor, 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 poor management right there. And then we've got this keyword stuffing here. They didn't even spell bisexual properly. Good, good work, <laughs> bisexual. The, um, yeah, that's just terrible. Maybe they did spell it correctly. I, I for that matter, uh, that could have been a totally different thing. But yeah, bisexual U goes before the A here, folks. Yeah, Amazon's really cracking down on on there. So, uh, you know, actually, just seen um, the lady writes. I really need to find a course on fonts for covers. Yeah, I agree with you. I definitely, so if you ever find something, please let me know by all, all means. This is a cool looking one, look at that. Look how clean this one is. Let's, let's, let's peek at this one. It was released in 2015, May 3rd. I wanna peek at this one. It's an interesting cover. It really stu stuck out, stood out from the crowd here, but man, it has no rank. Nobody's bought it. According to this though, people have bought it. So something's going on with the ranking here. This guy is ranking because there's verified purchase reviews here. So I'm not really sure what's going on with it. 
Maybe it's like a second edition that they moved the reviews over for. Let's take a look at the paperback. Four million. Ooh, no. That's not going to pay any bills anytime soon. Yeah, four million. You're looking at that. That's not going to draw a dime. <laughs> you found my book, Dale. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't find it yet. All right, so let's go back over here to the search page. What I typically try to do is as I'm scanning through, I'm looking for a bestseller orange tag. If it's not there, that's okay. Just find the most attractive thing, especially if you're into this type of stuff. I'm not really, but I'm just gonna go ahead and click on this one because that's a sweet looking cover. I like that. Whatever money they spent on that, ooh, it had to been a pretty penny or they must have been lucky, but oh yeah, look at that. That thing pulls. This is why I say so often covers Covers can make or break your stuff. This right here looks like a movie poster. I'm not a fan of fantasy books, but I'm ready to become a fan after looking at this. Clean title. I don't agree with the new adult urban fantasy novel as far as its subtitle goes, but obviously he's doing him some, some winning. So the nice thing is if he ever decided, you know, he's going to drop this, he or she, MD Massey might be, is uh, the Colin McCool Paranormal Suspense, Suspense Series as a series name should be doable, should be allowable. So this right here, right away, now it's time for us to go ahead and talk niche. We're gonna niche down and one of the things I'm gonna do is I see this is a very, very high rank. You get inside the top 3,000 or less, you're gonna be pulling some serious dough, especially if you got it priced just right. And this person has it at 399. So that's at a 70% uh, return. So that's right about a little less than three bucks, obviously about $2.80, depending on the length of the particular book. I decided to make my own cover and I hope it will not flop. I hope not either. Some people got the gift of doing some covers. If you find that you're cash strapped, I would always recommend just go over, pop over onto Fiverr. Fiverr sometimes puts together some nice ones. And it at least doesn't, you know, and I'll talk about you know, hiring out at some, t some point later. And one of the reasons why sometimes I don't do it myself because time is not money. Money is way, way less valuable than what time is. Time is just an irreplaceable commodity. So that's why sometimes I'll just invest in somebody to do the covers. All right, we're looking at our paranormal thing. I'm gonna take a look here at the niches. If you've ever paid attention here, you go into product details, you'll see the browse paths. Those are your niches, okay? We're niched all the way down to myths and legends, folklore and ghosts. All right, so this guy's a high rank. Normally, I'd probably run the other direction, but let's just say I'm really interested in this. I, I really wanna see if this can work out. I'm gonna scroll down. And if this person, yes, Look at this, look for similar items by category. Not too many people realize that other browse paths for the book is at the bottom. If you don't see anything down here, then chances are likely they didn't optimize their book's exposure. I have a video on this, by the way, about how to add 10 categories to each one of your books. This is not a hack. It's not black hack tactics. This is actually an Amazon approved thing. And you actually will find these particular categories you copy them, you send the request in through the contact us and typically Amazon will get back to you in 24 to 40 hours and tell you, is it good, is it not good? Most times they'll say it's good. If you have too many browse paths, they'll ask you to remove some. So um, I'm looking at some of these ones and unfortunately we can't see ranking, but we'll know 
that this particular book's gonna probably dominate underneath them. So I'm still under fantasy. I've decided that I'm gonna write a fairy tale. Let's click fairy tales and let's see how this one's faring. So it's gonna instantly send me over to fairy tale books. You see this? Here's the hot new releases. Look at those beautiful covers. My gosh, those are excellent. And this is gonna to start to get you down a little bit further and show you what you're dealing with and show you the kind of covers you need to be producing and what's commonly gonna be inside the actual title. Let's go ahead and hit Norse mythology, might as well. I'm gonna scroll it on down here. Ah, here we go. Now we're starting to get some, some, uh, some good stuff. So I'm going down a rabbit trail here. We're gonna go ahead and left click on this. I wanna look at the bestsellers list. Very first thing I always do is I pay attention to these top three here, and I pay attention to the top three here, okay? These are in their first 30 days on the right-hand side, the new releases, or the hot new releases as they're called. These have probably been here a while with the exception of, it looks like this one here, the number three spot is the number one hot new release right now. So it's still within its first 30 days. You can tell this person, LJ Swallow. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, this. I hope that's family friendly. LJ Swallow is putting out uh, consistent releases. So that's good. Let's go ahead and let's just take a look. I wanna see where this is placing right now. 660 in the paid store. Wow, I don't stand anything in this fight right here. Beautiful cover here. So here's what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start from scratch because I'm finding that some of these things are getting a lot harder in finding. Fiction freelancers, are are they out there? I figured nonfiction freelancers are more prevalent and sell more paperbacks. Let me come on back over here and then I can address you guys face to face here again. All right, awesome, we're having a little bit of fun. Hopefully you're picking up a little bit as we're going along. So the whole process you can see kind of went down a path of where I kind of saw that fantasy is gonna be kind of difficult. However, it's not impossible for you to do it. Just know that when you go into a category that has something like a 600 in the paid Kindle store or 1,000 in the paid Kindle store, anything less than 10,000 in the paid Kindle store, it's gonna be a fight. It's gonna be an all out fight. My happy spot when I'm niche researching is if I can find something between 20,000 and 100,000. Because here's the thing is if you can shoot off a book and you can get about six to a dozen purchases on it, you can put yourself right in that sweet spot. And if you've got it on the KDP Select program as well, people check it out and they flip through it, that's also gonna influence your rank. Remember, the higher up that you can go in rank, the more it opens up your exposure. And this is where it's so critical to have a great book cover, have everything on point. So that way, when you get up to that point, you see how we were researching, we saw some of these books, how the book covers really popped. What was the very first thing I did? I saw the really cool looking one and I clicked on it. I might not be a fan of fantasy, but I'll tell you what, it enticed me, it literally, me thinking right now, I'm like, I might check that out because it was such a cool looking cover. It made me want to go, okay, let me go ahead and get this. But all that to say this is, it's not impossible to go into those particular niches and still make money. However, you need to be very realistic. Will you be able to break into that? For categories like this, and this is what worked for me in fitness, what I had to do was I had to continue, boom, 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 boom. Continue release on a regular and consistent basis. Ideally, in a perfect world, 
you'd be releasing a new book every 30 days. Okay, now don't just put trash on the market. Uh, one of my newer friends and uh, loyal viewers out in Australia, he and I talked not too long ago, and this guy's already got three in the can. One's completely done. He's got another two in, in a, another two that just need to be edited and completed. And here's the thing is, he's got a plan to where each one of those are gonna fire off every four to six weeks. And that's the thing is it's gonna continue to rise his um, discoverability within the Amazon algo. And that that's the key, is really getting yourself going. It's the Steve Scott method as I like to talk talk about. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that BV, you're killing me here, man. Uh, so fiction freelance writers, yes, there are some good fr fiction freelance writers. Uh, Curtis, uh, not too long ago, actually interviewed a gentleman, his name's Tim Knox. He actually is a freelance writer. He's gonna come out a little bit higher premium, but I'm gonna tell you this, you get good quality product. I actually just started reading his book, uh, Angel of Mercy. Highly, 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 highly recommend it. I'm only probably about a few chapters deep into it, and his writing is beautiful. It is a work of art, it is awesome. So I can't say enough about Tim Knox. Other freelance writers, actually, I need to track down one of the people I've used before. Her name is uh, Ashley, and Ashley is actually fantastic. She does great work. Um, and hopefully I can get her on this channel one of these times to talk a little bit about her freelance writing as well. So there are a number of them, and I would recommend that if you're looking for a freelance fiction writer, get a hold of Archangel Inc. I interviewed Rob Archangel not too long ago, and his company puts together some great work for not only nonfiction, but fiction too. So that is a way that you can get a hold of fr fiction freelancers. Say that 10 times fast. Um, oh, there we go. Hey, Katrina, I, sorry, didn't even plug you as well. Uh, keep in mind, the lady writes, if you can, you guys can always just message her. And um, uh, Katrina, if you could just drop your email, just, just kind of have it separated out so that way uh, YouTube doesn't try to uh, throttle you or anything else like that. Um, but, you know, reach out to her or even get a hold of her on her website, which we had shared earlier in the broadcast. If I missed anybody's comments, you know, my apologies. Uh, I Sometimes when I start to get into doing the screen share, I don't see any of this stuff unless I'm looking down here. I see a lot of job postings for fiction writers on Upwork. Uh, when do, when you do more than one book, how narrow keyword is each book topic? That's a great, great question. And it's really kind of tough to say because there's so many variables. What I try to do first of all is I set up shop on something that's a proven commodity. Meaning that, let's say for instance, I wanted to go with this this fantasy, uh, this fantasy and paranormal niche. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna set up shop there. I'm gonna test it on one book, all right? I'm gonna test it out. Now this testing could cost anywhere from, you know, $250 to $1,000 for a good quality book. And that includes, you know, it being pretty short, great editing, good proofreading, an excellent cover, I mean a professional one done by a professional, as a minimum, 250 to 1,000, and I'm probably undershooting. If you were to really, really, really get a good quality book, you probably would want to invest anywhere in the neighborhood of about a grand to two grand these days. It's not as easy as it once was. If you're trying to find writers that are uh, selling their services for cents on the dollar, you're gonna get cents on the dollar type work, and just be prepared for that. However, there are exceptions to the rules. I was just talking to a gentleman not too long ago, and 
He invested $60 on a book and was able to turn around nearly $20,000 in profit within its first year. So, you know, it's going to vary from one thing to the next. But I make sure that I have a proven commodity and then I start to build upon that specific commodity. So it's not so much that I try to keep going out and pumping out shotgunning, uh, spraying, praying, if you will, on different niches and different keywords, I try to focus one area and I really set root in it. I mean, I, I mean, you guys can see already with 42 books in the fitness industry and some of them aren't doing so well because I haven't paid as much attention to you. I won't lie to you. That's my own fault. Um, I haven't done as much ads or as much engagement with my audience as I could because I'm here with you guys. Um, and uh, you just want to set up shop on something and find a niche that you can really build a series off of, something that you can continue to go back to the well or be prepared to take that one book and promote the heck out of it. It's going to be a little tougher though if you're hiring a freelance writer and doing like a pen name of sorts. But if you're doing it for yourself though, it's going to be a lot easier because then you can get a hold of YouTube channels, you can get a hold of podcasts, you can get hold of blogs. You can really get out there and start to get in the face of everybody. You only have one book and really make it successful. There are many people that do it out there. Uh, for instance, it will actually be tomorrow. Tomorrow, I interview Paul Rega. He is an Amazon top 100 best-selling author. Now, it's not that he did it just once and he was there for five minutes. No, 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 no. Paul's been there multiple times and is a super successful author. And he has really established himself in that field, in his nonfiction field, as well as uh, biographies and memoirs, which by the way, he'll talk about that. Don't miss out on this interview. Paul gave so much information, I learned some. I had to sit down and actually do some notes and write down some of the things that he shared within the broadcast, mind blowing. If you want to get yourself into the Amazon top 100 list, you need to pay attention to tomorrow's interview with Paul Rega. Paul is going to give you a little bit more of an understanding of what he's done to where he's done not so much volume, but he's done more quality publications that he continues to go out and promote. And it's amazing. Wait till you see his covers. Highly recommend you get the chance. Go to Amazon. Look up the name Paul Rega. That's spelled R-E-G-A. Paul's just an exemplary guy, an excellent author, by the way, an excellent author. Let's see here. Uh, paperback. I've heard that paperback is important for sales, though. Fiction readers tend to not buy paperbacks. Anthony, thank you. Thank you very much. I just saw the super chat there. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for those of you uh, that, that contribute to this channel. I, I promise you all the funds are going to go back into upgrading this channel and getting higher quality stuff. So thank you very much. Um, let's see here. But uh, paperbacks, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something that you're probably not going to expect here, Curtis, is paperback still does sell, uh, regardless of the niche that you're in, nonfiction or fiction. The problem is, is a lot of people, unfortunately, when they pump out fiction for just strictly Kindle and they try out paperback, they discover it doesn't go as well. Here's the problem is marketing is way different for Kindle than what it is for paperback. And we can't just pump out paperbacks and expect for it to do as well as Kindle if we don't market it in a different way. And more importantly, informing your audience that that is available. 
And here's something, and something I haven't done a video on before is the, can, the Kindle Matchbook program. Highly, highly, highly recommend. If you do have a Kindle and paperback version up on Amazon, take advantage of the Kindle Matchbook program and inform your audience about it. So for instance, if somebody purchases one of my paperback books, I have it free. The Kindle version is free because it's considerably more expensive to buy my paperback. I profit a bit more. And the nice thing is they get the Kindle version for free. So with that being said, that's just one of the ways that you can kind of do it. Uh, doing ads is going to be a little more problematic on Amazon for paperback. You're going to need an Amazon Vendor Express account, Amazon Advantage. You got to have some kind of vendor access to doing ads that way. And unfortunately, Kindle AMS does not do paperback yet. They've assured me they're looking into the option and eventually we will see paperback as an option that we can be able to do that. But for right now, I'll just say that paperback, give it a second look. It pulls in 70% of all global revenue in publications. So uh, it, it is possible and a great majority, even in paperback, the top sellers, if you go over and look at them, it's fiction. Fiction dominates nonfiction and the top 100 books dominates. I mean, we're talking nearly, and I'm just gonna throw a number out here. This is anecdotal here, folks. 99 out of 100 of the top 100 books are fiction. Now, that might be an exaggeration, my apologies. Uh, I'll have to look that up. That'll be interesting to find out. Um, great advice, thank you very much. Uh, I was just going to say the, that the marketing is different for Kindle and paperback. Thank you, Kim here. We need to probably do a, as soon as we get your uh, interview shot out next week, uh, I wanna get you onto a live stream and you and I can kind of chop it up and talk a little bit about uh, marketing strategies and promoting strategies because uh, this is such a fascinating topic to me and uh, so much fun to kind of delve into. Uh, paperback, I'm telling you right now that it can pull in a huge chunk of your income if you really, really focus your time, energy, and, and attention. You will notice within my channel, and for good reason why I talk a lot about Kindle Publishing, it's because what people are looking for. It really is. It That's really what it comes down to. I'm hoping that the videos I put together for Kindle Publishing is like my gateway drug. That people are coming in to look for Kindle Publishing, but then they'll start to learn other things like getting paperbacks produced, uh, getting audiobooks done, uh, it's something I haven't even broken ground barely on is Amazon Video Direct, huge, huge, huge avenue. Uh, there's even the aggregate publishers. So there's so much more to this game than just the eBooks. And I hope that if you're paying attention to this, make this your mission, this quarter four, if you haven't done so already, get your Kindle books over to paperback. Soon as you get them on the paperback, Let's talk about your advertising strategy. Let's talk about how you're gonna market and promote those particular paperbacks so you can get it up there. Trust me, uh, the stretch workout plan was something I already referred to. I did a campaign on that once and I broke into the top 20,000 in the paid bookstore, which it's much harder to break in to that level than it is on Kindle. Kindle, fairly easy. Paperback, no, because it relies solely on sales. And Kindle, you can get a bunch of page flips and not a single sale and be a top 1,000 book. It's, it's fact. It's just, it's, a, it's an unfair system, but not my game. We just play in it. And yes, I want to live stream, yeah. 
paperback isn't going anywhere. It, it is not. It is not. And uh, I shared this on a previous one. I know that um, some of you were inside this broadcast, and I might actually have to, to peek here into my drawer because I do. All right. I'm going to go through these fast because last time we spent an hour talking about it. The American Association of Publishers shared this in their report earlier this year. I think it probably might have been August. Uh, Ebook publications made up $281 million, which was a minus 5%. That was a drop, a 5% drop in sales from the year previously. Uh, Hardback makes up $469 million, which was an 8% increase. Paperback saw $560 million. It saw a 5% decrease. So it looks like a lot more people are jumping over to the hardback train, which keep in mind, I have yet to break ground on that. So uh, as soon as I do, I'll let you know. And I know Ingram Spark does hardback and they're where I'm gonna be expanding to next. And audiobook made up $75 million in profits. And that was a 28% increase. Folks, do you see a trend here? There's a little bit of a give and take between paperback, hardback, and ebook. A little bit of a give and take. But you see where the massive growth came? 28% increase on audiobook. Oh my gosh. If you don't have your stuff on audiobook, get it on right away. Just be selective. Be selective. The 50-50 royalty split on ACX is great, but you're kind of married to your narrator from that point on. Um, my boy uh, and the guy I interviewed not too long ago, William May, actually did his own audiobook. I just purchased it today. I'm super excited. He actually narrated it himself. And of course, he's down on it and everything. But uh, I am looking forward to hearing it because he sat down and he produced it himself. He said it came with its fair share of heartaches, a few rejections from ACX. But when he did get it right, that means now he's able to distribute this through ACX should he decide he wants to go non-exclusive, then he can send it over to other places. Metaphysical Musings, thank you very much. I really appreciate the uh, the support. Um, remember, if you guys do the super chat as well, you can leave a little message as well if you have a question. Uh, make sure you put it into the super chat when you, you do the donation. So if you got a question or comment, or if you're just saying, hey, thank you, I, I appreciate it. So, but uh, thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, audiobooks are booming. I mean, let's let's look at it. Podcasts are huge. Everyone and their mother. I even have my own podcast. I just haven't been on it in a while. Uh, I have a boot uh, a podcast called Bootstrap Businessman. It's fairly irreverent. There's a lot of cursing, and there's uh, three best friends kind of getting together and talking shop about bootstrapping your business. And uh, you ever get a chance? You can always look it over. Uh, look it up on all major distribution platforms and podcasts. Uh, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes. But you can check that out there. Podcast is huge. And I, I'm telling you that that is indicating a greater symptom of what the market is looking for. And that is they want to hear things. So here's a fun little hack. All right. Those of you that work out at the gym or do some kind of activity, I highly recommend that you um, try out audiobooks when you work out next time. That's right. Shut off your music. Listen to audiobooks, and I will listen to audiobooks in 2x, and I will cover a lot of ground. I am listening to quite a bit of books these days. I just got done with Tony Robbins, um, Total Money Makeover, or no, that's that's 
the other guy. Uh, either way, though, um, I'm going to look down here. By the way, if I miss your questions, please don't be afraid to restate it for me here. Um, and if you want to really, really get my attention, obviously, state any kind of questions you have within the Super Chat. Uh, any small amount of donations is greatly appreciated. So um, how do I find out how well a niche is doing on ACX? Ooh, that's a good question. So ACX obviously is the distribution platform. <sighs> it's a little bit harder, but what you're gonna have to do, let's go ahead and I'm gonna hit browser source. Oh, wrong one. Sorry, shut off chat here, folks. Display capture, there we go. Come on, Dale, get with the program. All right, so you're gonna go into the dropdown in the uh, Amazon, which by the way, the research is gonna be completely different for iTunes. Obviously, you're gonna to wanna to do iTunes separately since ACX distributes to them. But when it comes here, what I'll typically do is I'll go up to, come on, where is it, Dale? I know I can find audiobooks. I don't know why I'm not finding it. You can tell that I don't do this too often. All right, um, let's go to Amazon.com. There we go. This pulls up audiobooks. Everybody's favorite uh, favorite person. Here we go. Audiobook. All right. So typically you could be able to search it up. I, I don't know why it is. I could swear audiobook was a selection on the drop down. And please feel free to call me out on something. Uh, you know, obviously you could tell that I'm not the best at looking up audiobooks. So hence why I haven't drawn that much money on it. But the uh, same process is going to go through here is you're going to look at some of these browse paths the same way that you would anywhere else. Um, I think that you found my Achilles heel, uh, but this is somewhere I plan on aggressively expanding is, is on audiobook. So excellent, excellent question. Anybody that has a little bit of experience in audiobook, please leave it inside the chat. We definitely would love to know. Um, my wife looks like she's on standby. Are you just watching me down there? I've been working. I'm just She's stretching out her back. Hanging out with my friends. Uh, is the Kindle publishing business profitable to work? How much time would it take before profits come? Uh, it's gonna greatly, it's gonna greatly vary from one thing to the next. Uh, you know what? Why don't I defer to my wife here? What was the question? Come on over. Okay, you get my chair. See, get over here. You can stand and just right, lord over see. everybody. So the question is, and this comes from uh, Ghazi Muhammad. Hi, Ghazi. Uh, she says, hi, Ghazi. This is my wife, by the way. Is Kindle Publishing, let's start with the very first one. Is Kindle Publishing business profitable to work? Define profitable. Ah, see? Define profitable. That's going to be a huge thing is know exactly what your idea of profitable is and Here's the thing, as I always tell people, goal setting is very important. Goal setting is essentially like throwing darts at a board and you know exactly where the bullseye is at. Will you hit the bullseye? Probably, you know, maybe not. But at least you're aiming at the right board. Whereas if you don't goal set and you don't know where you're going, you're gonna probably end up throwing and hurting somebody. There's a lot of people, so I'll just go ahead and answer that and not wait for his response. Pretty much whatever you put into this business, you're going to get out of. If you just publish one book every three months, you're probably going to make a dollar unless mm -hmm. you have one of those smashing hits. So yeah. if you put in a lot of work, you'll get a lot out of it. So yep. um, I agree. That's what I'll say. It's perfect. 
See that? That's why I always tell people that I usually go back to her and we, we figure things out together. So, you know, define your idea of profitable and you're going to, it's going to take some time. If you really focus and you put a lot of energy and attention and efforts and you continue to try to learn and grow and pay attention to like channels like mine or other people's channels, uh, you're going to see some significant increase in your pay within the first six months. Ideally, the, the indicator of, of a, a larger symptom is if you can start making about $1,000 per month. When you can break that first $1,000, it gets easier after that. Am I not correct? It's not easy. And I don't it's want easier. to scare your viewers, but don't think it's going to come overnight. It's it's not. It's not. You're looking at yourself at the screen, aren't you? I am. <laughs> it's sort of freak me out. You got to look at the if camera. If you get a one big hit, that's awesome, but don't expect that to be normal. Anthony, you sweetheart. He just dropped another $5 here. Thank you very much, Anthony. I, I do appreciate it. Let me, let me take a look here. I'm supposed to click on the super chat. And uh, okay, so he didn't say anything specific. Uh, Anthony, by all means, uh, if you have a question, please drop it on in here. Um, $2,000 per month, that is that is reasonable, uh, Ghazi. Um, will you start within your first 30 days to make it? I, I hope you do. But realistically speaking, to make two grand your first month in the business is probably not gonna happen. It could take anywhere from six months to four years. Uh, I don't want to inflate you with a lot of a lot of what if scenarios. And that's really what it comes down to. If you can really focus your time, energy, and attention to actually building this business and doing it, you know, one step at a time, it's possible. Because think about this. Let's break this down. Let's do the math on this. Um, I'm going to scoot down my chat here so I'm, I'm keeping an eye on all of you. And if, if I happen to see... Nice. Nice. <laughs> Anthony said, I see your $3 and raise you $2. Come on. <laughs> Anthony's awesome, man. I, I appreciate that. Which, by the way, you and I needed to chat. Uh, I almost forgot about that. Um, here's the thing. Let's break it down. Let's talk math. What do you say? Sure, and then I'll say a final word after you talk math. Kindle. Paperback. Audiobook. We've got, let me move this over here. We've got three platforms. I'm looking at myself now. Look what we started with me here. We've got three different platforms, all right? Let's just pretend we do one book, one book on this one, all right? And then we publish it on Kindle or ebook, paperback and audiobook. Not bad. Let's just put a pretend scenario. I'm gonna write this down so that way I don't mess up my math here. You guys can follow along with me here. We've got three platforms, and let's just say our average profit on each one of those is $3. Let's say we're making three times each one of them. So let's say we sell one Kindle, paperback, and audiobook. How much are we going to make? $9. Correct? All right. Not too bad. Let's say $3 is going to be your average profit. All right. We're selling one of each one of those. $9. bucks. Okay. Ain't going to pay the bills, but at least it's proof of concept. Let's go ahead and let's take three divided by $2,000. Let's say that's my goal for the month. Three times six, 18. So at this point, we're roughly going to have to sell, what, about 600, 600, 600 copies? About 630-ish. 630-ish. Divide that by three. You're looking at about 200 of each one of those. It's gonna be pretty tough. Is it impossible? No. In fact, you guys will hear Paul talk about this in tomorrow's interview, plug, plug. Paul talks about where he was actually getting 
upwards on his free promotion day of 20,000 to 40,000 downloads per day, per day. And also getting it to where he was having 10 to 20,000 purchases per day. So, and by the way, I'll have screen captures to share with you guys where, what he was doing because he showed it and there's no doctoring this. And, and I don't think he's too tech savvy. I don't think he actually would be able to even do Photoshop to even fake this stuff. So you could see, um, Ghazi, what I would say is figure out small incremental steps to get yourself to there. If you think to yourself, okay, if I publish 10 books, think about what you can do with those 10 books. You got it over three different platforms. Multiply that by 30. You see how much more possible it is? So. I was also just going to add, um, find something you like, because this business can get pretty crappy if you don't like doing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are some days that she curses at her computer. I think I finally found the niche within the past six months that I absolutely love. But before then, I was just spraying and praying. And it didn't really get me to where. So first thing is, find something you like. And I don't know if I'm looking in the right direction. Sorry. Just look at the camera. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> find something you like, and then the money will come. Ghazi says, thanks a lot. Yeah, you got it, buddy. Uh, just... Make sure that you uh, send any kind of questions. If folks, uh, I know quite a few of you got a hold of me, uh, Dale at selfpublishingwithdale.com. If you have questions, concerns, please send them on over to, to me. And uh, by the way, it, please limit your number of questions. I appreciate the emails, but sometimes I'm getting some people that are sending about a dozen questions at a time. And that does create a lot more work for me. So if you just start out with one strong question with me when you contact me by email, that way we're able to break ground and I can kind of get to know you just a little bit. So please drop me a line and I answer every email, every email. So uh, audiobooks is where it's at because it gets outside Amazon's control somewhat. More exposure equals more sales. Yes, wait till you hear the interview I had with Kevin Tumlinson from Drafted Digital and the information that he shared about find-away voices is stellar. It's going to send your eyebrows. It's a lot of fun. What are you laughing about? Sorry to interrupt. Curtis likes likes me. Nice to have your wife on board. Perfectly real. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, you guys get to see me a lot, but... She's one of the ones that helps produce the content. Now, uh, she didn't do any script writing or anything else like that, but she came up with ideas. For instance, one of my biggest videos right now, video views, was her idea, was to review the Grammarly product. You keep hiding behind my big head. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Kindle's your marketing tool for paperbacks and audiobooks. Yes, 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 yes. Kindle, in rare occasions, is going to make you more than what you would for paperback, rare occasions, okay? Um, and I'm talking about net profit per copy um, because quite frankly, you know, you're only getting 35 to 70% of uh, on your royalty. So paperback is gonna be where you're gonna do a lot of the polling. Same thing with audiobook, unless you have long books. If you've got a book that runs, like for instance, Tony Robbins' book is right about 24 hours long. Actually, I think it was 26. So that's actually one of the times that that's really not even just a marketing tool. That will pull a big, big amount of the weight. That, that book was not cheap by, by any means. How many pages? Uh, how many pages and how many words? It really varies per, per niche. Um, uh, it's funny. I keep talking about these interviews I had this week. Emeka Osai actually talked about something that when he works on an upcoming project and he's hiring out some of his writers, he said, write until you've delivered the content that your audience is looking for. 
Okay, you can look at other people within the niche and see exactly how many pages they're doing. That's where you're gonna to wanna to model yourself is right around that area. But in the same instance, if you can be able to deliver the content people are looking for within 10 pages, do it 10 pages. If you can do it within 200 pages, 200 pages. For me in the fitness industry, I try to focus on what exactly I'm trying to deliver. So I don't typically try to do a 400 page book. People come to my books for the, for the workouts. They don't come for sitting down and reading. They want to read the information and get to work. So most of my books are gonna range anywhere from about 10,000 to 20,000 words. There's an exception to the rule. And that was my first book, which is 44,000 words. It was too long. It was way too long. Feel free to look it up. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> I love it. BV's trying to do Twitch things here on here. <laughs> Uptime. Hour and 50 minutes. Yes, we are hour and 50 minutes deep. So did I find something I like within a popular niche or brand new niche? Is that a question? For did me? you find something you like within a popular niche or brand new niche? I, I'm thinking she's. S is probably talking to you. It was something I stumbled upon um, being in Facebook groups and webinars. I Networking then. Networking. networking. Yeah, there's a fine line when Facebook groups. You want to you know, network as much as possible, read as much as possible, but not let it consume your day. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I agree with her. So yeah, just be open and learn as much as you can and you'll find something. Instances like this, and this is what I hope that when I do these live streams, it's not just for me to sit here and bloviate and go, oh, I'm an expert. You know, I'm not some guru. Uh, I'm not some, you know, crazy over the top type person. I'm just, just like you guys at this point. So this is my hope as some of these live streams is you connect with other viewers within this chat and feel free to try to track each other down through YouTube because there actually is a messaging feature. And now new to YouTube is you can actually add friends. I, I don't know if it's, they call them connections, I think it is. Um, and try to connect with each other and try to network with each other because you might learn something. I've learned so much from all the different people from the Amecas to the Pauls to the, you know, Jason Brocks. Just be ready and willing and able to go out and network. And of course, if you find that you're, you don't find that social connection, there are also local meetups you can look into. Is go to, go to your local library and find out if there's writers groups that you can do to get together. And even if you are outsourcing writers, sit down with writers and figure out their process and tell them exactly what you're doing. Because I, as a writer, I can respect people that actually hire out freelance writers. There are some purists out there that don't appreciate ghostwriting, and that's okay. We'll leave that one as it is. I disagree, but in the same instance, that's the beauty of this world. We can all disagree and still get along. Who wants to be my friend? <laughs> no one wants to be your friend, bro. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'd love to shoot you a couple questions, buddy. I'm the guy that had some questions about reviews lately. You said you might take a video. Do you have an email? Yes, please. Uh, once again, dale at selfpublishingwithdale.com. That's my email. Please drop it on in there. I do my best to answer everybody in a timely fashion. If you don't hear from me within 24 hours, um, I'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. I'm going to be out of the office this next week, uh, Tuesday through Saturday. So if you don't hear from me right away, please forgive me. I've got my hands full. So with that being said, we're going to start to wrap up this stream. Um, do you still need to stretch out your back? No. <laughs> She's loving it. She's loving this live stream feature. <laughs> you know, um, all Is right. So your way of saying I'm getting ready to, to, uh, to wrap up here. So okay. any rate, um, everybody say bye to my wife, Kelly. Um, and she actually has her own YouTube channel, but she doesn't use it. So if you happen to find her by all means, 
uh, at Dale, where do you find writers, company, or freelance writers? Uh, once when we disconnect here, Ghazi, actually I'd covered that a little bit more in depth about who I could recommend and the places you can go. So um, I would say once this video stops, it's gonna take a bit to process and you'll have to go back to the beginning. And, and we talked in depth about uh, hiring good fiction writers and whatnot, but long story short, look into Archangel Inc. They hire out good writers. TimKnox.com. Tim Knox, I've interviewed him before. He's fantastic. Uh, but any rate, that was a little earlier in the stream. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, Brian Schaefer just said, don't go. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Brian. I, I see you. I know who you are. Um, thank you. Both informative chat. Yes, yes, by all means. Okay, so a little bit of housekeeping before we wrap things up. Don't leave just yet. Saturday, this Saturday only for right now is gonna be my test stream at 9 a.m. Please subscribe, turn your notifications on so you get notified about exactly when I go live. It'll be 9 a.m. and a part of this test stream is going to be special guest, Emeka Osai. Emeka's got his own YouTube channel. You're gonna want to check this one out because when the two of us get together, we're gonna be riffing off of each other and talking about different things in our business because he looks at it from a perspective of a person who hires outriders. I look at it a perspective of um, actually writing it. Anthony, you're killing me, man. Thank you, I appreciate that. Uh, yes, bring your coffee. Yes, I will have probably my cup set up and at one point or another, I might have to freshen it up while we're doing it. And with the way that things work between Emeka and I, I can guarantee you we're going to put in at least two hours of content. Because when we start talking, you better get your pens and your paper ready because Emeka and I are going to be bringing some. So the only thing that I'm going to say is please bear with us. It will be the first simulcast because it will be broadcasted on Emeka's channel. It will be broadcasted on mine. So you're going to see the same two headshots on each of the channels, you're gonna see this particular format here in this channel only. And uh, if you can though, uh, so either subscribe to Emeka or you can subscribe to me, turn your notifications on, don't miss it this Saturday. And then possibly, however this goes, we're gonna be doing every Saturday at 9 a.m. thereafter. Next Thursday is an Audible. We're gonna be calling an Audible, not like the books. I'm talking about like an audible, like in football player, calling it on the fly. We are going to be doing a live stream sometime Thursday. I'm gonna be out of my office, so be prepared. We're gonna probably have a stripped down version of the live stream. We're gonna to get together, and I'm gonna talk a little bit more about uh, some of the process that I go through. Eventually, I would like to sit down with you and actually talk a little bit more about um, some of the process that I do for research. But I think for the sake of getting you guys to come on back this next Thursday, we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the resources that I get and where I go to. So I'm gonna show you some of my favorite free resources. I'm gonna show you some of the things that I use for you know, checking my grammar. I've already kind of shared it a little bit, but there's also other places I've checked out. I'm gonna show you some of the places I get images. I'm gonna show you all of my best go-to resources and I'll be covering questions, comments, and concerns. So make sure that you tune in this next Thursday. And the only way you'll know when I go live is if you turn your notifications on. As a quick 
housekeeping, uh, keeping uh, the, the lights on here. Super Chat has been very thankful uh, to all of you. Anthony, I appreciate the donation. That's really awesome. Those of you that actually contributed, I really do appreciate it. Um, and if you're not able to afford Super Chat, that's okay because there's some other ways you can help support the show. You can share the content. You can hit that thumbs up before you leave here. You can hit the thumbs down if you thought it was a terrible broadcast. Leave a comment anytime that you can. And also, if you like the shirts that I have and I wear every now and then, it says Eat, Sleep, Publish, Repeat. I've got a number of shirts on Amazon right now. It's selfpublishingwithdale.com slash shirt. Go find your shirt that speaks to you. I've got one with the brand new branding, the one that's up here. You see that? I got a shirt for that already. It's actually on the market, available in premium quality as well as standard quality shirts. Every time you do a purchase, this comes directly back to the show, and I'm going to take all of that and come back in here and give you guys higher production value. My next big purchase is going to be an extra monitor, so that way I'm not having to do chat right here and continue to look down. I'll have another monitor that I can split that out there and we can do less of the, am I on there? Can you guys see me? Yeah. So we're going to end up getting a, another monitor. I'll be getting an upgrade. So at least you know where your, your earnings are going. So check out that link. Okay. Share it with everybody, you know, you'll go over to that link and it'll show you all the shirts that are involved in self-publishing with Dale L. Roberts brand. Yeah, that's right. It's an actual brand and you're going to see numerous shirts, even some you've never seen on the channel before. And I uh, highly recommend you go ahead and check them out and make sure you share with uh, somebody if you do get it. Uh, let's see here. Patreon plug. Oh my goodness. If you like this content, did I happen to tell you that I've been doing YouTube for a little over a year now and nearly 200 videos are private and unlisted. And in order to get that content, all you got to do is make a nice little donation of $1 over at patreon.com slash selfpubwithdale. When you head on over there and you make a donation of a dollar per month, you get unlimited access to all of my old content. Everything from the silly shtick that I had to some of the more dry how-to tutorials. There's nearly 200 videos of that you're not seeing currently on YouTube. So if you want that content, it's high caliber, it's high quality, it's stuff that you would otherwise have to pay hundreds of dollars for in other self-publishing courses. But for me, it's only $1. I think it's a rather modest amount and I don't think it's unreasonable and it'll get you access to some of the greatest stuff that you're gonna find on the interwebs. Yes, thank you to Metaphysical Musings, Living My Rhapsody and my boy, Anthony, uh, I really appreciate your contributions today. Super chat. That was really, really good of you. I want those old clapper crap videos. Yes. Uh, BV, if you want those old clapper crap videos, that brings up a good point. All the old clapper crap videos, you can get those to the patreon.com slash self pub with Dale. When you make a $1 donation uh, every month, you'll be able to get that access. Anybody that gets that right now, keep in mind, I'm ironing out the process. If for some reason you don't get instant access, bear with me. There's no patrons right now, so I'm hoping that we change that by the end of this live stream. All righty. Any last words? Trust me, $1 is worth the clapper crap videos alone. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty wacky. Uh, which, by the way, I won't be doing those videos anymore. And if I do, they'll be exclusively on Patreon. All righty. That's going to be it for today. Remember, if you like this video, click the thumbs up or the thumbs down. I appreciate any comments and I appreciate your time, energy, and attention that you you pour into this channel with me. And remember, if you like this video, share it with at least one other person in the DIY publishing too.
Till later, it's been Self-Publishing with Dale, and I'll see you soon.